This is AutoLine Daily reporting on the global automotive industry. Another Chinese car company wants to buy part of Daimler. You may remember last year, Geely bought nearly 10% of the German automaker, and Reuters reports that BAIC wants 5% as a way to secure its investment in Beijing-Benz Automotive, the joint venture between the two companies. That will cost around 3 billion euros, and both companies declined to comment on the report. But when Geely announced it acquired 10% of Daimler, it sent a shockwave through the German auto industry. You know, it sure is hard to keep track of who owns who in the auto industry these days. FCA recently sold its in-house supplier company, Magneti Morelli of Italy, to Calsonic Kansai of Japan for $6.5 billion. But Calsonic Kansai is actually owned by the U.S. investment firm KKR. And even though Calsonic Kansai bought Magneti Morelli, the new company was named Morelli. Got all that? Well, after a lot of study, they decided the Morelli name was better known than Calsonic. Car dealerships in the U.S. have parking lots jam-packed with new cars and trucks. Dealers love having a lot of inventory so they can sell customers the vehicle they want. But all that inventory is expensive. Car dealers have to finance and buy and insure those vehicles. That costs about $37 a day. Insurance alone runs $150 to $300 a month. So dealers have to sell those cars within 60 days if they want to make a profit. And in a time of shrinking margins, dealers need to focus on turning their inventory over more than they ever have had to before. There's been five Formula One races this year, and Mercedes took first and second place in every one of them. And over the weekend, Lewis Hamilton ran away from the field in his Mercedes at the Spanish Grand Prix, leading every lap and beating out his teammate Valtteri Bottas to the checkered flag. Meanwhile, the IndyCar race on the road course at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway was a nail-biter from the start to the very end. Simon Pagano clawed his way through the field in his Penske Chevrolet and snatched the lead away from Scott Dixon in his Ganassi Honda with only one lap left to go. As a light rain started to fall towards the end of the race, Pagano showed he could outbreak everyone and made up what seemed like an impossible gap to win the race. In NASCAR, Brad Keselowski came out of nowhere to power his Penske Ford Mustang ahead of the field and win the race at the Kansas Speedway. It's his third win of the season and a pretty good weekend for Team Penske, winning both an IndyCar and NASCAR. And speaking of racing, if you caught Netflix's 10-part series on last year's Formula One season called Drive to Survive, you noticed there were two big teams missing, Ferrari and Mercedes. Well, that could change. Ferrari team boss Mattia Bonotto says it's an interesting program and the team is considering joining the series. The team originally skipped out saying it needed to focus on the title battle, but the show may be too popular for that argument now. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. 
If you think the new Toyota Supra is just a BMW Z4, Toyota begs to differ. While the Supra shares a platform with the Z4, Toyota says it identified nine areas of the rear structure that needed to be reinforced to increase rigidity, and it changed the front and rear suspension tuning as well. The Supra will be offered in two different grades, 3.0 and 3.0 Premium. Power comes from a 3-liter turbo inline-six that develops 335 horsepower and 365 pound-feet of torque and is mated to an 8-speed automatic. Toyota estimates 0 to 60 miles per hour in 4.1 seconds, and that would make it the fastest Toyota ever made. What really sets the two trim levels apart from each other is the interior. The base comes with a 6.5-inch display screen, Bluetooth, and Alcantara seats. The Premium features an 8.8-inch display, navigation, upgraded audio system, wireless phone charging, and a head-up display. The 2020 Supra will have a starting price of just under $51,000, and that's including destination charges. And speaking of Toyota, on last week's AutoLine After Hours, we were joined by Ryan Eustace, the VP of Automated Driving at the Toyota Research Institute. He was asked if he thinks LiDAR will win out in the long term or if it will be replaced by machine vision. Here's what he had to say. From a system standpoint and thinking about reliability, um, I, I find the opportunity to have complementary sensing modalities as being part of just how you get to a level of redundancy and reliability. So, you know, the, using radar, using ultrasonics, using uh, LiDAR, using machine vision cameras, we our, our, our approach to this is really to fuse information from all those different inputs. Now, I think in terms of how you go to market and you know, productize some of this technology, um, there's a lot you can do with machine vision today, and it's getting you know, better and better with uh, a lot of the modern kind of deep learning tools that we're applying. Um, but I, I would also say that um, the innovations that are happening in, in LiDAR, there's a lot going on right now, and also the commoditization or you know, kind of making the that, cost is the coming, co down, cost is what is coming down as well, right? Yeah. And you can watch that entire discussion right now on our website, autoline.tv, or you can find it on our YouTube channel. But that's it for today. Thanks for watching, and please join us again tomorrow.